right, Ricky, you are officially on the podcast with your own exclusive interview. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast, to the Cryptocurrency oh. Chat Podcast. Thank now, you. Now, like, what I do with everybody that's uh, first, this is not your first rodeo, by the way. You've been on the podcast before, but this is your first exclusive interview on the podcast. About six months ago, you were on the podcast, which is great. I do appreciate you being on the podcast. But this is your baby. This is this is it, man. You finally made it. You're, <laughs> you're up there, man. You're up there. I like to ask. <laughs> there's always an icebreaker question. And the, the first icebreaker question I want to ask you is, what is your favorite sport? Uh, the NFL, unfortunately, uh. My favorite team is the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Chicago Bears. What's so special about them? Well, just from Chicago, man. I don't know. Born and raised. Lived here my whole life. So just one of those things you just do, man. You know? So uh, Unfortunately, you, have... you, live, you live and die with your teams. <laughs> Everybody has a favorite player. Who's your favorite player in the uh, in, oh. in the now, you know, with the Bears, it's all about the history of uh, defense, even though, you know, Roger Goodell's kind of taking the league in a stupid direction. But Roquan Smith, man, I love middle linebacker, Chicago Bears, the way he plays, swallows def- uh, running backs, and just incredible player. Great on-field vision, great hits the holes hard. Just great player, man. I love I love watching him play. Awesome. Perfect. So with that said, Crypto Knots, welcome back to the cryptocurrency chat podcast we have an exclusive interview here with ricky retto the creator of rvnft.art uh, we are welcoming welcoming him with open arms thank you thank you thank you for being on the podcast um actually jake can we get uh, uh that plugin please if you have it on standby yeah i appreciate that i certainly do Okay. We uh, we always appreciate people coming in and listening to all of our uh, podcasts. We uh, all the content is for entertainment purposes only, and any comments made by us, the hosts, or any guests we have on the show is not financial advice. Remember, if you appreciate our show, uh, like our content, please like and subscribe on YouTube. Hit the notification bell. We usually do our podcasts every Wednesday and Sunday. That's the news and the top ten. But like today on Thursdays, we do the uh, interviews, like here with uh, Ricky from uh, uh, Raven NFT. Uh, but you can check us out on Discord. We have a lot of stuff going on there, as well as on Twitter with Live Spaces. John is doing that on a regular basis. It's been really fun out there. Uh, we also have a Patreon for subscribe amounts of 3 5 and $10. Uh, the more you pay, the more content you get, like AMAs and extra content after these interviews. And if you want to support the platform, please donate via Bitcoin, Ethereum, Binance, or Basic Attention Token. All description and information in the description below. Below, below, below. All Trust right. me, I'm not going to give you any. I'm not going to give you any financial advice on this. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Well, let's get started. Ricky, your introduction. Obviously, I've done that, but we don't know your history. Can, would you please give us a little bit about who you are prior to you getting into crypto? Because we all know you as an OG in the Ravencoin community, but there had to be a time before crypto. What did you do before crypto? I mean, you know, I, I still got a career. I'm a professional. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I'm a geologist, so I do environmental science. I do uh, radioactive um, soil cleanup, so I do investigations and remediations, and just kind of try to clean up the earth a little bit. This is what you did before crypto. 
before you even heard of the I still word. do it. I still do it. I mean, I got a day job, man. You know, the right. NFTs at this point yeah, doesn't so, pay the so, bills. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, so do I. This is all. This is this is fun, right? Uh, yeah, this is my hobby, man. This NFT stuff is my hobby. I just like doing it. I do it all exactly. for free, so exactly just having yeah. fun. And that's what the community appreciates about you, man. You've been doing this stuff for free for a very long time, and they, they, seriously, the, the 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 gratitude is just flooded uh, with with, with well, just just towards you for you. Everything about you is just you're you're a man of giving, you know. That's well, how, that's it. how the community knows you. You're a man of giving, you know. Yeah, so I mean, like you know, kind of all that all that started was, I mean, you know, Ravencoin's been around for a few years now, I and mean, we've kind of just been, you know, hanging out on social chats, and you know, people have been building uh, tools, you know, the asset tools and that kind of stuff, you know. But there really hasn't been much like application with the network, you know. And, we haven't really built like an ecosystem where, you know, that's, you know, people are actually spending Raven on things, you know, it's more mining communities and investors. And then, you know, obviously people trying to, you know, get their foot in the door with STOs and that kind of stuff. And, and so, you know, when the, uh, you know, we've been doing NFTs since day one of the asset layer. I mean, within five minutes of the asset layer going live, I was making an NFT, you know, like, and so we just, but we kind of just traded them amongst friends. It was kind of just joking, you know, I don't know, like we just kind of just made them for fun and, just for laughs and you know uh and so then you know ethereum started really taking off with this nft stuff and so it's kind of like you know what was raven doing nothing really and it's kind of like oh come on You're like oh, we're gonna miss a moment here and it's like we can do nfts on ravencoin right like we're a tokenization platform we can do nfts unique assets are nfts right and so it's like it's very easy to do ethereum's got the high gas fees and you know and ravencoin you, you can transact for less than a penny it's like it's perfect right we can actually start building this up right now. And so it was kind of one of those things where it's just like kind of sitting on the sidelines. I was just kind of waiting around, hanging amongst friends on the Ravencoin community chats. And all of a sudden it was like a light bulb came off of my head and it's like, let's do this. Let's go. You know, <laughs> so that's kind of how it all started. Nice. So we got a little bit about your background, which I appreciate. What are you doing now? Not to get into too much detail because there's so much more stuff that you're, you're involved with. But just give us a little frosting from the top of the cake. What are you doing now? You mean with RVNFT? Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, constantly putting together, um, you know, different NFT projects. Um, I've got a number of them uh, going on currently with a bunch of different artists. I do a lot of one-on-one consultations with artists too. You know, it's not. Oh, really? It's not just a. Yeah, it's not a basic, um, like what we do, or I try to specialize doing is, is doing like NFT templates for artists. Like, like if you're an artist and you, you submit like an image file or a PNG, it's, it, you know, like you can simply just drop that on IPFS and you have an image to put with the token. But like, I can give you a artist title block. I can give you uh, auto looping animations. I can give you um, a download button where you can click on your artist title block and download the, the, the image file directly. I can give you an NFT description of your work. I can give you a certificate authenticity. I could put that all, bundle that all into a single NFT. And so it kind of elevates uh, the kind of, you know, offerings that artists can provide and, and maybe make their work uh, appear more attractive to collectors and buyers. And so a lot of that, you know, that, that takes time to build. And so, you know, I talk with artists and I, I get their work and then I go over descriptions with them. And, you know, the kind of cool thing is that, you know, I get a lot of people from overseas who, you know, maybe English might not be their first language. And so I can kind of help them craft, uh, you know, more um, 
flowing descriptions, I guess, so to say, to kind of like help them and assist them to like bring them into the market and, and help them participate easier too. And so there's just a ton of different ways I can consult with artists and, and, and bring them into the community. Obviously with RVNFT, I knocked off the 500 uh, Raven uh, minting fee for a main asset. So an artist, you know, if, if they're in a, you know, financially challenged or in a country where maybe, you know, they're not thriving economically, uh, they can, they can really get started with their artwork as simple, as easy as, you know, like right now, I guess, fifth, um, 50 cents, you know? And so like, a lot of times, you know, I, I forget about the fee and they don't, you know, we forget the page and it's like, whatever, I don't care. You know, like, it's, our, it's just all about just, you know, bringing people into the community. And, and then, you know, when they sell their stuff or whatever, and they decide maybe they want to, you know, go off and do their own thing and they're more comfortable with the NFTs, you know, that's cool too. And but it's just, it's just, just making it easy for people to come in and participate. Right. And so All right, we'll dive a little deeper on that. that. There's a lot of stuff there. Absolutely. Um, right. I want to ask you, um, out of all of the platforms and projects and uh, uh, the blockchain projects that are, that exist out there, why did you choose Ravencoin? Uh, because I mean, it's, you just got the OG cypherpunk mentality, like Bitcoin. I mean, like I'm, I'm basically a Bitcoin maximalist. Like I buy Bitcoin mainly. It's like my biggest portfolio in my portfolio by far and it doesn't have asset tokenization at least at the, the main you know layer so it's like when i saw as a miner when i was a miner i started to uh look into projects that kind of fit my more of my ideals and ravencoin being the no ico no pre-mine fair launch uh you know truly decentralized run your own node you participate in the network do whatever you want censorship permissionless uh permissionless censorship resistant you know like the, all that stuff truly decentralized platforms really appeal to me. And so I kind of looked at Ravencoin as being like the next great experiment, right? Like Bitcoin, since it was the first, it was allowed to kind of grow in a decentralized fashion and, and, and it was kind of grew slowly over the years or whatever. And, and then, you know, you started with Ethereum, you started to see all these like fancy, like corporate chains, I guess you call them, with their ICOs and their, their white fancy white papers and their, their millions and millions of dollars of funding. And it's like they have all these centralized development teams and, and CEOs. I mean, what's a CEO in crypto is insane. Like, that's just a dumb idea. This is like all these crazy narratives or whatever, you know. And so I, I just kind of saw Ravencoin as kind of like ah. that, second, that second experiment, that second experiment to Bitcoin, right? Like Bitcoin succeeded. Can we do it again? And I think Ravencoin is that chain if we can, if we can recreate it, it's an experiment, but if we can, that's the chain to do it. And so I've always been on board since, I mean, I, I got involved with Raven like two months into the project. You know, I think we launched in January, 2018. I've been with Raven since March, I think, of 2018. So I've been there very, very early. And so, you know, and I, I love seeing this grow, you know, like just from what it was to, to what it is today. And, and, you know, it's super exciting, man. Since you're an OG in the Ravencoin community, can you give us a little history of the, the the community itself and how it's evolved over the years? Because we're coming up to the happening now, and this is a very precious moment for the Ravencoin community, but there has been many waves, good and bad. I, I want you to be transparent and paint a historical picture of the Ravencoin community and how they adopted or rejected Ravencoin because you've pretty much been there since the beginning and there's been a lot of transitions since then. 
you from your experience? No, I mean, no, I mean, basically from my experience, it's been more like kind of just a, a tight knit group of people, you know, who were kind of like, you know, Ravencoin was born out of the uh, crypto winter. And so we kind of just all huddled around each other and we kind of kept warm during this time. So we'd, you know, just be loose and light and fun. This is like, you know, the Ravencoin community discord back in the day. I mean, the market and price channel was like the place to be in all of the internet. Like it was great. I loved being a part of it. I've been on lots of internet chat boards and, you know, nothing quite like that though. And it was just awesome. And you had like all these kind of, you know, free, uh, open, honest people who were like all believed in diehard decentralization and, and just, you know, trying to really build this thing and like, you know, just kind of hanging out and just having fun. It was, you know, it was such a great place to be. Um, honestly, I think over time, you know, it's kind of like, like he kind of hasn't been as cool like in that Ravencoin community Discord. I'm actually not a part of that that channel anymore. Um, there's a lot of people that talk about like a lot, lots of other projects and, you know, not so much talk about Ravencoin in, in those channels. And it just really didn't appeal to me as much. And so I was just kind of like, of getting angry and, and going on there and just seeing people talk about random shit coins or whatever or other altcoin ponzi you know scammy projects or whatever all the time i was kind of like you know i think it's time for me to go so i just kind of took off and uh kind of just i guess hid over in my raven rvnft discord channel <laughs> mm-hmm. but i still feel like you know there's still lots of great community you know like we have like the drop shop on uh twitter which has got a lot of uh you know, people who are super into NFTs are super awesome and helpful. And, and so, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of other discord uh, NFT channels out there. And so it's kind of branched, you know, it's not as consolidated as it used to be with the Ravencoin uh, talk, you know, and obviously you have the Ravencoin telegram and the Ravencoin reddits. And so, you know, it's, it was, as it's growing, you know, I mean, it's just, there's a lot more outlets for people to go to, to, to get their Ravencoin content, which is a great thing, you know? Yeah. You mentioned Drop Shop. That's a new. That's a new. I guess uh, meetup there in uh, Twitter. That's just been awesome. It's just pure, just just Ravencoin all the way. It's super positive energy there. It's a very encouraging. And you're one of the guys that are in there that are encouraging people doing things. Yeah, I'm often in there. I mean, uh, so kind of what it started was just kind of a way for each other to help share each other's work, right? Like someone's got a. Uh, project or a new drop or whatever they could post it on drop shop and then you know it gets the eyes of the people in there and then they'll they'll retweet it or they'll like it or they'll comment on on the tweet and so it's kind of like a viral little viral marketing um uh little chat i guess and then you know in between all that obviously you can talk with all the other artists and all the other platform owners and there's so there's there's really a lot of uh connection going on even for people that you know like i'm you know I'm, i do a lot of stuff with rvnft and the rvnft artists and musicians or whatever but like you know, like chains like or platforms like Black Dog or JNFTs or some of the other uh, platforms. You know, they're there, and then and a lot of the other the other artists that are doing uh, work on those and, and selling on those platforms too. And so it's just kind of a place where everyone can can kind of come together, even though they're kind of maybe doing their own, having their own little pockets or doing their own little things. It's cool. Thank you uh, for talking about Ravencoin. Now you obviously have Raven. Uh, RVNFT. That's your baby. That's your bread and butter. That's your. You're probably one of your. I. I. I want to say one of your most uh, inspirational hobbies that you have because you're always actively involved in that. That's something that you. How? When did you start this, by the way? Oh, April, I think May. So it hasn't been that long. I mean, you know, the, the whole NFT e- ecosystem, and believe it or not, it's, it's just 
just grown exponentially and, and not that long of a time, you know, uh, I mean, I know the Stibbets guys and me and, and just a couple others, you know, like uh, Johnny Raven and, and some of the other uh, synth and some of the other guys, uh, it was just kind of, you know, a handful of people uh, way back then, you know, and, and, and they had the auctions going on at Braveland and we were doing like other stuff with the expo halls over there and, and kind of utilizing the Braveland space to kind of network and build it up and kind of try to build a community. And, and so, but now obviously like, you know, we have all these different platforms, new platforms and marketplaces seem to be popping up by the day and all these, I'm getting, I'm getting loads of interest from people that are wanting to submit NFTs through RVNFT. I mean, it's just, it's even getting hard for me to keep up. I'm just like turned into like another full-time job on top of my other job, you know? And so I'm, I'm just constantly working on RVNFT now. It's like, yes, I mean, the interest is really, really picking up. It's great. Nice. So you did mention Braveland. Um, for the viewers and listeners out there, if you want to know what has been going on on in Braveland, I have actually taken the time to record pretty much every single auction to date that has been going on in Braveland. So you can definitely go back on YouTube and check out those videos there from from pretty much day one uh, up until the current one that we had just uh, was a few weeks ago. A few a few weeks ago, uh, Ricky, I want to ask you what makes RVNFT special. Uh, I think uh, just the ease of entry. I think how, how easy I make it for. I mean, I, I'm volunteering a lot of time to this. And, you know, obviously I've, I've got, you know, um, a voice in the community. I mean, I was, I've been here since day one of the NFT community. And so I uh, built up a pretty uh, decent uh, social following on Twitter, you know, and I can help promote brand new artists who come in who maybe don't have um more than a handful of followers to their name. And I, so I can Im immediately get them out to, you know, a thousand, or I think I'm at 1800 followers. I can get it out to 1800 people, right? You know, their work from day one. And so that kind of help will help them grow. Um, you know, I've removed the 500 Raven cost to, to mint. Um, so as little as five Raven, if you just want to mint a one of one unique asset, five Ravens all it costs. Like I said, I do all the specialized template work. It is all custom work. It takes me about a half hour to 45 minutes sometimes, you know, even longer. So, I mean, I was working on one for five hours the other day, just a single NFT because we were trying to troubleshoot it. It was like, I just do this stuff, you know, and it's just fun to me. And so I do all this free work, you know, and it's like I get people, artists uh, receive the benefit of having, you know, more of a, maybe a cleaner, uh, fancier with, you know, kind of more bells and whistles uh, added to their work. Um you know, I work with uh, just a fantastic, brilliant mind in uh, Zebra Teeth. He's kind of like, he's my partner in this whole thing. Like, he's kind of the behind the scenes, like, brilliant. Like, well, we'd be nothing without uh, Zebra Teeth. Like, he's like the man. And he like, he creates all these awesome templates, like uh, like our virtual CD. I don't know if you've checked that out before. Or, um, just our just our uh, elevation templates. See, we came out with that Ravencoin white paper that is going to be coming out pretty soon. You actually, so, you actually mentioned the Ravencoin white paper six months ago. Yes, and you know that's how long it's taken to, to find. It. Like this is explain it. Hold on, beast. before you continue, explain what what what, what we're talking about here, because you know unless unless uh, people have actually watched uh, the last podcast uh, the last podcast with you in it, they have no clue what we're talking about. Give us a breakdown of what what we're talking about here. All right. First thing I want to say is it's coming out Wednesday. We've set a deadline. It's coming out Wednesday. Okay, so keep your eyes peeled Wednesday. So what we did was um, Zebra Teeth and I, uh, I had this vision, like, let's create the coolest white paper 
for Ravencoin in all of crypto, right? Because like, you know, white papers are kind of just like a PDF and then they go over the explanation and it's on a web page and okay, cool. You know, you read it and whatever, it's got some fancy stuff. You might not know three quarters of what's being written, but you know, you read it and then it's like, okay, I, I like this project or I don't like this project or whatever. And so um, my idea was just like to take the Ravencoin white paper to like freaking next level. Like I create, we created a, um, I say, I remember Teeth created, this guy's the, ma the mastermind behind it, created um, a 3D interactive white paper that had uh, flippable pages. Uh, we have artwork that we got uh, four other uh, RVNFT artists to contribute to that are within this white paper. Um, and all kinds of like cool stuff. You're just gonna have to see it to believe it. But I mean, this thing was a nightmare to put together. I mean, we we spent when we talk about it, May or June. That was when we talk last. Uh, I think it was July. July, yeah. And so I mean, it's been <laughs> we've been struggling through it for a long time. I mean, there's been all kinds of. I mean, this is built from scratch, right? So uh, we built the book that opens and closes and flips pages. And I mean, it's all been built straight from scratch. And so there was all kinds of like uh, unknowns that kind of delayed us and stalled us out. And we we're kind of like, how does this work? How do we fix this? And you know, it's not flipping right or, you know, and, and so we finally got it. Now all we need is just some small little tweaks um, to finalize. And so we need till Wednesday, but Wednesday is coming out. Uh, it's going to be, free for every single person in the community. This is not a, wow. I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. This is not a, I'm going to send it to auction and try to get a hundred thousand Raven for this, or, you know, only one person gets owned this like, no, this is going to be a community token, something that everybody in the Raven coin community can be proud of. I, I mean, if you're trying to own it to make money, you're probably not going to end up making money on it because there's going to be a ton of them and I'm just going to keep handing them out to whoever wants them. And, you know, I, I'm going to encourage that people take duplicates and, and hand them to their friends or just have them to give to new people who come into the community who want them. And so I really want to make this an, an inclusive thing and, and, and hopefully, uh, you know, make this kind of a, just this push to, to get this out there, a, a big event amongst the community, because this thing I'm telling you is glorious. Like it's, the design work on this is, is, I mean, second to none when it comes to NFTs. Like this is incredible so are you able to yeah, anyone who's gonna want one huh are you able to sneak, give us a sneak peek oh yeah no i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it um let's see what do i gotta do again to uh <clears throat> to share yeah i don't see the button anymore <clears throat> you should have it there just screen share your screen uh-huh you're correct Remember, you're you're always welcome to share your private keys. We're okay with that. We <laughs> yeah. as a community are okay with that. Jake, are you gonna get on that uh, the white paper? Can you see it or no? No, I don't know. There we go. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's gonna take a it's gonna take a bit to load. Can you see that or uh, no? It's loading. The loading it's bar. Loading. It's loading. Yeah, this thing is I'm telling is a monster. So. Uh. We're just gonna wait a little bit on it that, looks and like, then to get uh -oh, back to it. Looks it. like, uh oh, uh oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Go back to the uh, the other back video. Back to the uh, the other video. Yeah, this thing takes a little 
with the load. It's uh, we're trying to reduce it down as as small a size as we can. Uh, unfortunately, like you know, there's a lot of textures and a lot of uh, detail that are put into it that it takes up a lot of size, file size. So uh, the model viewer kind of takes a bit to load up, but uh, I'll give you a little sneak peek, just a kind of a quick rundown once it gets done loading. Okay. Okay. So while it's while it's loading, while it's, while it's loading, let's ask a couple more questions. Ask a couple more uh, let's questions. See. Uh, let's see. We're talking about Raven. We're talking uh, about Raven uh, NFT. NFT. You did mention that there is mentioned that there is free IPFS hosting, right? Hosting, right? Are you guys yes. doing you that? Guys or doing are you guys that, or are you guys using a different service? Yeah, I'm doing it, and we have some peers that are helping us too. So, um, and then you know, obviously with the Raven coin, we have when you uh, post your cool thing about Raven was when you post your your uh, assets to the uh, network that um, there are servers that kind of identify and and also help uh, you know peer share your uh, your your assets or your IPFS so yeah we kind of you yeah. know we, we're always looking for more uh, people to be able to do that too because that's just going to help with decentralization of and uh, actually uh, protect protecting and Absolutely. and keeping the the integrity of the uh, NFTs it's a, keep them from going away because obviously they can uh, degrade and de deprecate over time if you don't uh, keep them hosted. And so mm -hmm. that's a really awesome initiative that's going on too. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. You guys ready? You see it? Uh, hold on a second here. Hmm. It says stream paused. Go ahead and click on, there you go. Uh, there you there go. There you go. Uh, there go, you go. Go back uh, to, go, go back the, card, to the, or the card book, actually, or the book actually. See it? No. I wonder it says stream, not... stream paused. Hmm. Okay. Well, that didn't work. Okay. Let's try it again. There we go. Loading. Stream paused. Hmm. No. Not working. I was hoping to get a sneak peek. Uh, I bar <laughs> I barely saw like this book. This book. Did you? Yeah, you had it, but you then had you clicked, it, but then you clicked, you clicked off of it. You so I'm not sure what you did. So I'm not sure what you did. All we're seeing is the restream of your stream. Hmm. Well, that was working before. Oh, there you go. Hold, hold on. There you go. Hold on. Something uh, else. Here we go. Got it. Here we go. Got it. Here we go. There we go. See it? Yes. We got it. We got it. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. You ready? Go ahead. So then you can. It's gonna go through it quick. Really just sneak peek. Wow. Oh, you can just twirl it around. It's got all the, the the text for it and everything. It's got animations in between. You know, I I don't mean to interject on this, but I keep thinking that in the concept of rarity, right? The reason the board ape yacht club became so popular within um, Ethereum was uh, was it like forced scarcity? But one of the things I found really, really intriguing 
I played World of Warcraft and have for years, um, was when devs created a, a an object of scarcity that was like hidden and no one would really notice it unless they just happened to be there at the right time at the right place. And uh, once they discovered like, oh, there's something hidden here and then they, you know, there's a clue. And then, I guess what I'm saying is uh, concept of a scavenger hunt within NFTs me sounds really intriguing. Um, I really appreciate what uh, Ricky's doing here with with providing this this uh, NFT to everyone because it's freaking amazing. Um, but one of the things that makes NFTs valuable is not just because a bunch of people with a lot of money say they're valuable, but because it's rare. Obviously, NFTs being non fungible makes them completely unique. Um, but uh, community is always interested i know the world community in general is interested in uh and in, in truly rare and unique things and if you kind of hint there might be something neat coming up it 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 garners an avalanche of uh of interest from people being like oh oh that thing that thing that's really unique oh um i guess what i'm saying is that uh intrigue and rarity and uh and and limited access for some reason, gets people in a getting people's panties in a twist, and they just really want to get on board. This is amazing, and I, I was thinking, I can see why you say that it could be very uh, easy to just you know put it up there for a, for a million raven or something, but you want to give it away. I, I really appreciate that. Um, I can also see the verity and value to um, making something extraordinarily unique and rare and difficult to get hold of. Right, totally. And I mean, so obviously we do a lot of that too with our one of one small edition sizes and stuff like that. I mean, obviously most of the stuff we do is, is you know, one of ones. So I totally understand that. But this is more, this is not uh, the traditional sense, right? This is uh, the value here is that you're really into Ravencoin. You love the community, you love the network. And this is just something you can own and you can be proud of, something you can brag to other uh, people in other blockchains and say, my. Black, or my white paper is better than yours. Nah, 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 nah. You know, like, exactly. <laughs> like that's the value, right? Like, I'm not trying to like, straw. I'm not trying to like get people to hoard a bunch of these and try to sell them on secondary markets, even though I'm sure that's going to be attempted to happen or whatever. This is this is the value of this, and like, you know, the cool thing about uh, Ravencoin tokenization is, you know, the value could be really anything, right? Like, it doesn't have to be an NFT, a one of one. You know, you could sell shares in the company or you could sell, put your house on it or, you know, you could tokenize anything you want or live in like physical, like a coin or something. You want to put like an NFT to a physical coin or some kind of collectible or anything and, and kind of have that be a representative or even a certificate of authenticity or, or something else. I mean, you know, just because, you know, we're super into NFTs and it's kind of really taken off and become popular in Raven doesn't mean that Raven is just a, an NFT platform you know i mean i think it does nfts best or we'll end up doing nfts best when we get you know more development and, and more interest and, and more platforms going and, and more artists on board i think it'll end up being the best because you know quite frankly it's just super cheap to do it and you know we can we've got the tools that are needed and so you know ethereum's kind of just wrecking themselves with their gas fees and just all the other stuff you know it's just really turning people off and and, and you know we're happily bringing them bringing them here you know and so Right. Hopefully, cool. you know, that's the goal. 
All right. I want to ask this. This is a new thing that I noticed has been pretty much uh, a copy and paste from a lot of new people trying to create uh, their own exchange. <clears throat> but I, I, I have the, the belief that this is the more or less what you're doing here. Uh, you're 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 promoting that you're removing the 500 Raven main asset barrier, right? Which you technically are, because you went ahead and burned your own 500 Raven to create a main asset, right? What is that? What is that main asset? RVNFT. RVNFT. That's the main yeah. asset on the Raven Coin blockchain that people can follow and see exactly what you're uh, minting off of that particular. Um, right. Uh, Main, main you can asset. go on asset yeah you can go on the asset explorer just search rvnft and you'll just see a big list of everything i've done mm -hmm. can't hide anything you know right. even the stuff i've had to burn because it's been scammy or you know counterfeit or whatever that i caught you know it's still on there you know <laughs> you can see all the mistakes <laughs> and all the great things too you know <laughs> you learn you learn through that but what i'm trying to get at is that a lot of people are doing this to bring value to their to their main asset, which and technically it is actually bringing a lot more value to Raven NFT, right? Technically, as you continue, as, as customers continue to go to you to create, uh, to mint assets under the RVNFT uh, main asset, it is bringing more value to that. It's bringing more awareness. It's starting to become a brand name. So that there in itself has a lot more value than anything else that's there, right? Yeah, I mean, nobody's come to me with an offer or anything. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, so um, you know, what I'm trying to do is create a brand that people can, um, an honest brand, a transparent brand. And I'm really trying hard to um, make sure that we're developing or producing quality efforts from artists, quality artists that aren't, that are doing 100% their own work, authentic NFTs. Um, you know, my marketplace is extremely transparent in the fact that, you know, the artists charge what they want. I have no say in that. And then I list it for whatever they want. And, you know, the buyer can say, okay, that's worth it. I like it. I'll buy it. Or they, you know, they can. There's no manipulating or, or anything that goes on, you know, and some of these other chains with the, uh, the auction stuff and whatnot, you know. And, and so uh, it's very fluid and transparent. I, I just, I, I've been trying to just run a sound, honest, uh, business but i mean it's not even really a business because i do it all for free but it's a just a sound honest operation i guess so to say so that you know when when collectors hopefully uh when collectors come they can say hey okay i know that you know this is legit and this is you know this is from the artist and this is their work and you know this is what they want to sell and so i just want people to feel comfortable in in, in doing and coming to our nft and doing that i guess so all i'm trying to do is how much of a fee do you take that's the main question. Zero. Would... Everything's zero. When I when I do the templates, zero. The consultation, zero. When I do the the uh, minting, the minting, all it costs them is the five Raven exact network fee. They want to do a sub asset. It's the exact one hundred Raven. I don't charge them a extra Raven. I don't charge them ten extra. Nothing. Zero. Exact. All I want to do is recover what's in my wallet that I had to do for minting your work. But never asked anybody for anything. You know, artists will come to me and they'll they'll say, "Hey, you, can, you have no say about it. I'm giving you a donation." I don't turn it down, right? Like some people just want to throw, kick me some cash for being awesome or whatever, and helping them out. And okay, that's cool. But like, I don't ask for it. I never ask for a dime. People come to me and like, "Dude, can I pay you somehow?" I'm like, "No, you don't have to, man. It's all good." Like, I this is a hobby, right? This is a hobby for me. When I get off my work and my real life, and my day job, I just enjoy doing this. I enjoy 
I'm not a very artistic person myself. I can't draw. I can't do digital art. I can't play music. But I love art. And I love the creativity of artists. And I love talking to and picking their brains and learning their creative processes and just, just hanging out, you know. And so, like, I, it's kind of, you know, we just kind of formed a little uh, misfit band of artists over at RVNFT. And we're kind of just our own little uh, artist collective. And so it's just cool, man. I don't know. I just enjoy it. It's a good vibe. It's, it's great. So- Here's the scary part. You keep saying that it's a hobby. It's a hobby. It's a hobby. It's a hobby. Uh, the reality is that people are making a business out of using your platform, right? Right. The, the people are trying to flip some some coin off of your platform. Is RV NFT a licensed business? No, it's just. Uh, I mean, it's just just a website, man. I don't know. <laughs> it's a website, but isn't it, isn't that kind of scary? Like you. I, Maybe for you, it's not a, a big deal, but for people that are trying to make a business out of creating NFTs, it might be a little concerned that there's no, there's, there's no legality there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. Hmm. <laughs> I guess I, that would be more on them, right? Like if they want to have to, you know, make a business out of it or whatever, I'm just kind of a conduit, I guess, the way I see it. Yeah. You gotta be careful with that. That's that 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 will you know put a lot of people in a lot of uh, dangerous situations with with the governments, especially if they continue to build more. Like they're putting a lot of trust into you, but at the end, if they if they take that that I guess that burn of the bridge, it it kind of sucks that you kind of didn't back up your own uh, website slash company. You know, just be very careful is what I'm saying. I would say make it legitimate. Get your business license. Um, I, I'm not trying to you know give you a sucker punch here but it's i don't i I don't want people in the ravencoin community to get hurt by thinking that it's all rainbows and butterflies the reality is that the government will come and when they come they're going to come in force it's going to hurt and you're not going to be there to back them up because this is not a business this is not legit you know we create assets it's over and done with you pushed it over they took they took it over right Sort of weird, weird attributes. I get. I guess I can see what you're saying, John. But the um, if it's a donation, or if it's like a, even if he just goes with like a 501c3 stand stand standpoint, it's kind of a helping of the community. But I can definitely see how you're saying um, <laughs> someone with money is going to stick it to him, because I know I've been stuck to before when I was trying to. I I just as an aside, I would, I did volunteer for a long time and donating my IT services for a very long time. And then somebody got on my case about it and tried to sue me for it. And I was like, what? I'm doing this for free. What, what's your beef, you know? Um, so. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Let's move on you over think, to. You think, uh... Let's talk about Ravendoe. Ravendoe is a project that you've been working on um, with, with several people, right? Are you able to talk about who you've been working with in regards to Ravendoe? Yeah, so uh, you know, Johnny Raven, uh, like I said, I think I mentioned him earlier, uh, it goes all the way back to uh, Braveland, and uh, he's kind of one of the original NFT artists. He was doing auctions, uh, the Stibitz auctions back in the day, you know, submitting to that. And so he came to me with an idea. Um, gosh, I mean, we've probably been at this now a couple of months trying to get this project up and going uh, about it kind of a... a an NFT dojo, I guess, uh, you know, kind of a club, a collector's club where uh, he basically he's going to he's got a bunch of uh, different um, martial arts belts that he has that he's giving away. And he's got uh, some character anima- animations. Um, 
of some some maybe the uh, famous um, people that are in you know Taekwondo or some of the martial arts or whatever. And so we've kind of put together a, a customized, uh, Retief and I uh, have kind of put together a little customized package for him uh, with some kind of specific uh, uh, things that hopefully, you know, the community is pretty excited about. So um, you want me to screen share that or? Absolutely. Show us. Show us. Sure. Show us. Sure. Okay. All right. So we, we did get the privilege to see this beforehand. J Jake. Come on, tell me what you think. Why am uh, I doing this again? There we go. Uh, it's loading. It's loading. Stream paused. Sit tight. Okay, it's still loading. And you switched over. And to... you switched over to screen sharing. Yeah. Screen sharing. Hmm. What did I do again? Why is this not popping up? There we go. Okay, now I know how to do this. Got it? Okay, here we go. Let's see here. What do we have? There it is. All right. Is this the first see time? It, hey, see this? Is this the first time? See me on there? Yeah, well, so uh, Johnny's been sharing some uh, little bits, but I, I don't think he's been including my own character in it. So this is kind of an exclusive uh, of, of Tricky Ricky, <laughs> someone he made for me. Which so uh, yeah, so we got a you know the animation here. Uh, it's a looping MP4 animation. Uh, behind here we got a, a animated uh, background that has some of the characters that are in the series. Uh, we did that all custom form. Uh, we got the artist title block, and you see how it kind of highlights here. You can actually just click on this, and you can download the MP4 uh, straight file. Uh, it's got the white belt here we've added. Uh, it's customized because uh, this is the white belt level. He's going to have different belt levels of all of his uh, martial artist guys. Uh, and then we have some. Can you upgrade these guys, or what? How do you get a? So, so what we're going to do uh, is going to be uh, you know the custom animals that are. The animations of the characters and they're, they're going to be at different belt levels so you could you could buy a, a white belt level a green yellow black you know uh so there's going to be different uh releases and so kind of the cool thing here is we have this uh we got these status bars we got strength stamina speed and so as he, as they kind of move up in rank their uh their stats are going to move up along with it too and so uh we got a little description here so tricky has some Tricky has some fire tricks up his sleeve. If you see when he nice. when he punches, he, he he's got some fires. <laughs> um, and kind nice. of one so of the cool I, things here. I see that uh, you're using Ravencoin IPFS. That's uh, uh that's uh, Doug's um, service, correct? Yes. Mango Farm. Well, that's just the gateway. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, well, you'll be seeing. Yeah, you'll be talking to Doug soon. A couple uh, weeks, right? Yes, sir. So and then so uh, what is the oh, things we have. Yeah. What is that? The COA. This is something we offer as part of uh, the NFT package. Uh, when we build a template for artists, you know, we have a we have a certificate of authenticity. You click on that, and boom, there you go. Got a certificate of authenticity for your artwork. Just a little added bonus. You can click on, or you can uh, scan the QR code, and it'll take you to the Asset Explorer link of your uh, your asset. Okay. The, uh, the title, That's... the artist, the edition size, the asset ID, and then it's got a little photo. That's it, dude. You you right there. That is awesome. Hey, you like that? Yeah, that's pretty cool, huh? 
And we also add a web tab icon at the top with a web tab title. So you don't just get this uh, boring IPFS gobbledygook at the top. So I just like nice little t finishing touches, man. I mean, it's kind of like what we've been focusing on with our VNFT is just kind of building cool things. Now, are you so like, just little cool custom templates and just always trying to think of new ideas on how we can improve the NFT experience. And are so, you guys going to be able to I think even more than, uh, actually, so I was watching his video and, um, there actually might be like some battle games that he might be creating. I mean, I, I don't know. We're kind of at the start. He just built a website. He got a video together and we get, we got these five, I think there's five of them that are set to release tomorrow. These, these five animations, uh, on sale, um, and so there's this whole spiel, right? And so he's got a website that's going to come out. And so I would just say, uh, stay tuned for the the website release and, and kind of our our, our uh, animations release or initial animations release tomorrow. And uh, there's actually some really cool things about it. They got a um, he's got like a rewards program when you collect collect all the belts. Like there's actually individual NFTs with different belts, and when you collect them all, you get to like these certain rewards tiers, and you'll get prizes for hitting a, a tier. And like one of the tiers, which is really cool, is like you could get your own. Uh, custom tricky ricky like you could get like john you could put your face give him a picture of your face and then you get your own nft and like nice. like when when i when he first uh sent this to me of my own like i thought it was the coolest thing ever so i like was sending it to all my like friends and family who know nothing about crypto and they're just like oh my god that's hilarious so i don't know i was uh really excited about this so uh yeah there's a lot to it uh, as it's very detailed. Uh, he's got a lot of plans for it. He's got a roadmap on his website that's coming out. And, and so I definitely recommend uh, when, when, when all this does hit and he does announce it all and he shares all the links or whatever to check so, it out and read it in detail because it's going to be a really big project, like a long-lasting uh, uh, project that's going to go on for a while. Who do we follow? Where's, and, where do we go to follow this project? Do you want to follow? Uh, so you'd have to uh, go to Johnny, is Johnny Raven uh, Twitter handle. At Johnny Raven. Yeah, I believe it's uh, it might be Johnny Carset. I'm not sure. Uh, you know, if someone's interested or whatever, they can always message me. Uh, okay. Let's see. Here we go. It's um, yeah, it's at Johnny Carset. So at J O H N N Y K A R S T A D T. And it, it pops up as Johnny Raven, uh, his Twitter handle. Okay. And so I would just say follow him, uh, check it out, and make sure uh, you know he's going to announce uh, the website link and, and the video uh, probably any time now. Maybe maybe this was the announce the podcast was the announcement and once this hits. So. <laughs> does, he, does he know that you were going to so. talk about it on the podcast? Yes, yes, yes. So uh, we have like so much stuff that's like not even we can't even talk about. You know, so it's like I just go with all the artists that I'm building stuff with and. And uh, especially like Zebra Teeth or whatever, and like all the things, plans and visions. I'm like, so can I talk about this or what should I say about this? <laughs> and so, uh, awesome. yeah, we could definitely talk about this because he's like, go nuts, talk about whatever you want. <laughs> awesome. You mentioned uh, to me, uh, was it yesterday? I think it was that you wanted to talk about Joaquin. Oh yeah. So um, well, he's a relatively new artist who came about came uh, came to us and maybe maybe two months ago. Um, he's creating a blockchain-based uh, game. And so he's been doing a lot of really cool, interesting, uh, high-quality, high-quality NFTs. And uh, one of the um, things that he's offering right now is uh, kind of like a pre-game uh, 
video game development fundraiser NFT uh, promo stuff where you can actually earn a seat on the council of his video game where you'll get voting rights on his game. Uh, you'll get early access to some of the uh, the resources. And I guess it's like a resource hungry game where you, you know, you'll need to collect resources and stuff like that. And so if you buy one of his NFTs that's on our site, uh, there should be another one coming out either tomorrow or maybe Saturday or something soon, but he's already got one out called Reborn that's on our uh, marketplace. And uh, there's an addition of five, um, I think they're like a thousand raven each or whatever, but when you buy it, you actually get early access to a blockchain based video game, which I think is super exciting. Is and so it's kind of like, uh, so that I'm not exactly sure. I know he's doing the promotional NFTs on Ravencoin. I'm not exactly sure what, I don't have a lot of details on it. Uh, all, all I've ever, uh, been told is blockchain based. So I'm not sure. So did he reach so, out to, okay. to create the NFTs for him? Oh, so I've been working with him. Uh, you know, like I said, he came to us a couple months ago before the whole video game stuff uh, kind of came about, and he's been doing 3D models, uh, AR. You know, we've been doing AR models and some uh, pretty cool uh, vehicles that he's kind of built. Uh, he had this really cool uh, dome, I guess. I don't know, like they called like called the theory of evolution, where these these uh, it was like a, a big uh, pyramid and the, the sides would fold down, and and you'd just see the progress of mankind each time you went around this like four sided. Uh, triangle thing and so we, it, you put an AR and so you could see it like in your living room or whatever and just look super cool and that, that was a real big hit and so he's just kind of been uh, doing NFTs with us for a couple months now and I just think he's an insanely talented individual like this guy is super under the radar right now and so uh, the, the video game thing I think it's just kind of cool because you know we're, we're now we're now adding another level to uh, or dynamic to uh, to Ravencoin uh, you know with the video game stuff obviously you know like um Humble Miner's got his phone games and stuff like that, but I don't think we have any. Uh, and like I said, I don't know if it's going to be on Raven or not, but you know, it is a blockchain-based game. And so, I'm sure anyone that's listening to this or watching this right now and just getting an impression of you right now for the first time, I'm sure they're wondering how you do it. And I'm sure this is only just a fraction of the work that you're doing that you're telling us here on the podcast. I'm sure you're doing a lot more stuff behind the scenes. How do you do it, man? When do you sleep? When do you when do you get time to work? What do you do? Are you are you cloned? Are you are you uh, you one of those robots? AI? What are you? What's going on? Uh, I'll be honest, man. It's, it's easy to it's easy to put your time and effort into something when you really love to do something. And so, like, I just it's just grown into a passion. I mean, you know, I, I started this because I wanted Raven going to have something. I, I just felt like it was missing something. You know, something that we could. We could take and run with, you know. I mean, there's always been the, the the big grand visions of the STOs and and all kinds of different ways that you know we can you know adopt, have tokenization adopted on Raven and and it just kind of had. I mean, in the large scale, it just kind of hadn't uh, come to fruition yet. And so just I just honestly I just got got frustrated and I thought, hey, let's try it with NFTs. This is something I could I know I know art. I'm a huge art collector. I've been collecting art for 25 years. I know what like. I kind of know the scene. I know the vibe. I kind of know like kind of the, the structure, even though NFTs are a brand new thing. I figured I could just take kind of some of the stuff I've applied and learned over the years and just my own art collections. And um, so I just went with it. And then it just kind of just met people. Right. And so I just start talking and start networking and then sort of learning things and kind of learning how to, how to work these templates and, and all kinds of other customizations and stuff. And so I've just been learning on the fly and just learning from experience and, you know, just nice. kind of going from there. <laughs> nice. 
There's a couple of things that you mentioned to me that you wanted to talk about, and I have no clue what it is, but I'm going to uh, see if I could refresh your mind. You wanted to talk about virtual CD. You want to talk about yeah, so, C-Skills and Watchers. Yeah, okay. So I'll start with the virtual CD. So the virtual CD is a uh, template that uh, Zebra Teeth also created. I mean, I got to say, you ask when, I, when do I sleep? When does Zebra Teeth sleep? Like the, the design work is just freaking ridiculous what he's doing and, and, and coming up with. And not only that, a lot of the stuff he's applying, he's, he's giving to RVNFT artists to utilize and, and musicians. And so basically what this the virtual CD is, it's a 3D interactive CD that uh, takes something, a dead format, a physical format of CD, like who uses CDs anymore, right? And basically, like, I don't know, is makes it cool again because, uh, you know, vinyl made a comeback. Why not a CD? <laughs> and so you can kind of play with it, spin it around. Um, it's got a feature where if you it is an open and close button, if you hit open, I give you a little, like, one-minute preview of the track. Uh, and you can hear the audio of the of a preview, so you can kind of hear the vibe of the album or the single or whatever it is. Uh, it's got album artwork on the front, the back, and 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 the uh, it's got a CD. And so uh, you'd have to check it out to see it um, in person. But uh, it's really neat. And uh, so then we also have a download button where you can download the zip file of the album, and I I, I can password protect that, so you can get the whole album password protected, and then. Uh, and so it kind of like what what I was thinking it was it kind of cool. brings it kind of bridges a gap that has never existed before in digital music right yes. like we've always made we've all made the shift to Spotify and to Napster if you're old enough like me <laughs> to remember Napster and, and some of these other things or whatever like we've never like a lot of music collectors and I'm a huge music collector too I have like hundreds and hundreds of vinyl a lot of music collectors miss the physical feel of an album release, you know? And so when you have digital, you just have an iPod or, I mean, God, I'm really dating myself even with an iPod. You have your phone that has music on it, yeah. you know? You don't really have something you could play with or, you know, fidget around with, or like you could, maybe you can get like an album booklet or something you could scroll through or whatever, right? And so uh, that was just an idea that we had and we just went with it and so now we got it. And so now musicians who want to mint uh, their albums can come to us and we, we can give them a template uh, set up that they can put their album artwork in, fit it in these templates, and then we just build it for them, and then they have a CD. How much? What's what's what's? How much are you charging for that? Whatever the artist wants, man. I, you know, if they want to charge a thousand raven, they can no, charge. How much? How much are you charge... charging for that service? Zero. I don't charge anything. I'm telling you, man. People think I'm crazy. This is just fun. I don't know what to say. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. When, uh, hey. When you... You know what? This is the way I look at it, man. Like before I started RVNFT, I spent a lot of times on the Ravencoin social media chats and just kind of screwing around, being a being a dipshit bag holder, whatever you want to call me. You know, Curtis, coined by Bruce Fenton. Uh, <laughs> and so just kind of, you know, I mean, this is just it seems like a more productive way for me to be uh, involved in a Ravencoin community. Awesome. Does that make sense, bro? Yes. So great. So great. Yeah. You said you want so, to you know, like Ravencoin is going to be made it's going to be made or broken by people that are volunteering their time developers community developers uh you know just people putting in time like uh, I mean this is how these kind of networks have to grow we don't have the ICO money we mm -hmm. don't have you know the big centralized that, tech 
dev teams and you know what I mean? Like we don't have the kings and queens and the rulers and everyone's kind of free to do whatever they want. And, you know, some people are going to have great ideas that are going to build on Ravencoin. It's going to help the popularity. But a lot of our growth, a lot of our growth is going to be relied upon volunteer efforts. And that's the way it's been since its start. And so I've just kind of carried on that mentality and that ethos with some of the other great people in our community, like Droz and, and Doug and Tron and some of these other people who, you know, have put in a lot of time, free time and effort into making Ravencoin what it is. And so it's just, this is just paying it forward, man. And doing what needs to be done. <laughs> awesome. You got you to gotta spend Ravencoin and you got to build things with Ravencoin. And, you know, we got to create ecosystems for people to spend their Ravencoin. And so, exactly. you know, this is just, this is the way I can contribute and this is how I stepped in. I don't know. It's very simple. So you want to talk about C-Skills and Watchers. Yeah, so these skills, you know, again, you know, with Zebra Teeth, the guy's just crazy innovative with the stuff he does. You know, uh, every Friday he comes out with a ski, a sea skills, which is basically a really nice, artistic, cool-looking skull, and they've gotten uh, to be become really popular. Um, oh, sea skulls. But every, yeah, sea, yeah, you know what oh. they are, right? Every time, yeah. And, so every Friday they come out and people kind of wait for them and they kind of try to hit the F five as fast as they can to like pit for it to hit the shop and then race to check out or whatever. And so it's kind of been like kind of a cool little thing that we've had with some of the, the, the collectors and Raven and whatnot. But uh, the cool thing was with every fifth release, he does something special. It's not just the image, right? He does like uh, some kind of cool code under the hood, uh, innovative, you know, feature that maybe has never existed before in an NFT before. And so you can kind of get like a first, an NFT first. Wow. And so, uh, uh, you want to talk about scavenger hunts, uh, Jake. Oh, this the last uh, um, NFT that he came out with was kind of a scavenger hunt where if you clicked the mouse 10 times really fast, the image would change to a different color, uh, variant color image. And then like it also had like an X-ray to where you could see the different color behind it. If you clicked on it, it would change the color. And so like all these different cool um, Easter eggs, we call them features, built within this NFT. And so we, we, we kind of took that opportunity to kind of hint users uh, to say, hey, if you can find out everything that's, that's, that's baked within this NFT and kind of explain to us on Twitter uh, what you found, uh, the first person to get it uh, wins a prize. And I sent them just a random, I don't know, ancient NFT or token or something like that. And so people were having fun with it. And it's like, you know, so these are the kinds of things you can do with NFTs. You know, it doesn't have to just be a simple PNG or JPEG image, or it doesn't have to be a simple MP3 or FLAC uh, file dump into uh, IPFS. Really, the sky is the limit when it comes to uh, innovating uh, technology under the hood of your NFT. You know, and so it's kind of like that's kind of where my head's at and my focus is at. And uh, is that and some of the people with RV NFTs, like, kind of like, what can we do with an NFT that's never been done before? You know, right. And so it's just one of those things. And then we want to talk about the watchers. And so basically, the watchers is there's, there's two buttons and it's got, uh, it's got a bunch of little uh, figures with uh, like a light blue colored eye. And you, if you hit the left and the right, you can change the color of the eyes. And so you have like basically three different NFTs in one. And depending on which one you like, you can switch back and forth and just change the eye colors around. Then if you hit a button, you can download that specific color. And so it's kind of a three in one NFT, you know? Okay. That's cool. Yeah. So you get like very, I mean, they call them like in the post, like 
be like concert posters or uh, art art prints and stuff like that. They call them like variant images when you have like a different color. You have one colorway and then they'll have a variant colorway and you might sell different runs or whatever. And so it's just kind of things that are possible with NFTs and, and you know, Zebrativa is always just, you know, he's got a new one coming. I can't even talk about it, but I mean, it's just. The end goal, I think maybe I'll just end up doing it on my own. Um, was if you create something that people expect to have more, it's kind of like a Banksy, right? A Banksy is going to be controversial and it's probably going to be put up in some random place. And I know that they've said that people, when Banksy went to Israel and started paying all over Israel, um, people were literally cutting the wall out and taking the original Banksy out of the wall of the building and reselling it, which is absolutely ridiculous. But I mean, that's not with Banksy, that always happens now. Like, you just but, always see well, the that's wall. That's, wall. <laughs> but that's the point I'm trying to make is that um, Banksy became a thing due to his controversy and due to his, his you know, uh, uh, avant garde style. Um, if an NFT creator would do it, and I, I would greatly do it if I had the artistic skill to do so, but I mean, I have the, the intrigue ideal, um, was to make an NFT, and this is totally off the top of my head, but after listening to you, this is where I get the idea from, was to make an NFT that had you know, sub-functionality, um, but was secretive and not mentioned. It's like, remember in the day back, uh, LP or records, uh, where an, an artist might include a hidden track, right? And you wouldn't know unless you listen to the whole album right. um, until you get to the end, and then suddenly there's this extra album that's not, or extra song that's not listed on the album at all. How would you have even known if you hadn't bought the album? Um, now, nowadays, because of social media, people can find out, hey, there's a, there's a hidden track, and you can immediately find it, but then people don't even get albums anymore anyways. Um, you know, like you're talking about this virtual CD concept, but... Um, this the NFTs can be that thing again, a hidden feature within the hidden feature within the hidden feature within the hidden feature. And that, I guess what I'm trying to get at is if you start producing things that have hidden features by default, then everyone will just expect it. Um, <laughs> and then that will drive up the value. And then it, and I guess I don't remember who did it. Somebody did it with an NFT not that long ago where they, they hit a function within the, the NFT that they didn't announce at all. It wasn't there, like like when Banksy had his piece of art automatically shred itself before when it was purchased, um, and that kind of thing. You know, maybe the NFT deletes itself. <laughs> after, oh, I hope not. <laughs> after uh, after let's say I don't know how you do that in the blockchain, but I mean, um, uh, after like you know thirty days, it's just it's gone, and you only get it for thirty days. Um, but that kind of level of thing makes pe makes the thing that much more valuable when you when you look at it. And, and I guess that's the thing I keep looking at is uh, within the digital scope, it's possible to make things a whole lot more intriguing than right. just a physical object would ever have been. Right. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of yeah, no, that's kind of the thing I've kind of learned early on with RBNFT is you know, and especially you know, partnering up with Zebrateef like this and just you know, it's just like this. Really, it's just it's up to your imagination on what you want to do with these, with these digital arts. You know, I mean, you, you can, like I said, it, um, I guess, okay. One of the common sales pitches of Ravencoin is that it's tokenization made easy. And in a lot of cases that's true, right? Like you can easily make a token on the, the Ravencoin wallets and you can easily drop a PNG or a JPEG file, you know, into IPFS and bam, you got yourself a token, right? But 
like it could be really hard to make a token too you know like you got to do all this you know legwork like 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 our ravencoin white paper that took like six months to develop like <laughs> yeah. it just depends what you want to do you know and so I'm not saying any way is right or wrong this is just like what i'm into personally you know and so that's what i'm kind of focused on is just with the innovative stuff but like you know uh, people are into all kinds of different things and you know you know people the great thing about humanity is that we're all different and you know you can embrace everyone's different opinions and everyone's different tastes and what they like and you know what they maybe don't like and you know and, and so the, i think more importantly is just bringing people in and getting people involved in the space and then i think you're just going to see artists receiving more success and more notoriety and all kinds of other things based on default just by just the sheer numbers of people that that are into it and so um well, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Yep. Well, you, you mentioned earlier about the collective. Can you explain to the viewers and listeners what the RVN NFT artists collective network is all about? So, I mean, it's, it's kind of an artist collective, right? So, um, I mean, I guess if I had to explain what RVNFT was more than anything, it's like a virtual artist gallery. I guess I'm a curator or circus ringleader is what I like to be referred to or of a band of misfit artists. And so just, uh, you know, we got our discord and we got a bunch of artists there that, you know, can kind of, uh, it's a, it's a free open creative space where people can share ideas and bounce ideas off each other or, or share inspiration or, or share new NFT technologies or, you know, or just share new ideas or new concepts and, you know, it's kind of it's it's just a collective of artists that just kind of all hang out and uh, have fun and and kind of get to know each other and and just we go we all kind of um, feed off each other I guess you know I mean I mean you talk about like branding or whatever you know you, you can be an artist who who mints their own main asset and, and does their own thing entirely and doesn't talk to anybody and just mint stuff and you can have success that way right if you're a really good talented artist there's no barrier to not being successful that way too right. But then there's also people that think that, you know, maybe when you work together on things, maybe you can accomplish things potentially greater than yourself. And so that's kind of where I, my head's at with it, you know, is like just having a bunch of artists all hang out with all their creativity and all their technical and, and, and abilities and, and whatnot, all, you know, just all kind of come together and just hang out. I mean, I, I just think ideas kind of just sprout because of that. And so that's really just kind of what it is, is an artist collective. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. I, I just wanted to... Uh, to know what it was all about so everybody knows you know the listeners and viewers that are not involved in this project know what it's there's about. no there's no right or wrong way to do it you know mm -hmm. this is all about you what do you want you know if you want to go it alone and, and do your own thing and create your own brand good go ahead if you don't or you want to do a little bit of both or any you know i mean like half and half or 75 25 or all in whatever you know <laughs> There's an event. Permissionless and censorship resistant, man. You could do whatever mm -hmm. you want on Ravencoin. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's an event coming up on January 8th. I'm sure you know what that event's all about, but not everyone does. Right. So, uh, Humble Miner and I, uh, this has actually been a long idea of mine. Uh, you know, Humble Miner was actually one of the very first booths I built over at the uh, Expo Hall at. Uh, Braveland way back in the day. And that's why he's got front and center spot because <laughs> he basically had his pick of the litter. Um, 
but anyways, you know, he's been doing, he did a, a really successful Braveland event, uh, I don't know, a month or so ago. Obviously, John, you were, you were involved with that, you know, with streaming it and everything. Um, I wasn't able to make it. I had to work that evening, uh, so I wasn't able to make it, but uh, I, I heard it was very successful and everyone had a good time. And that was kind of more um, uh, technical talks with like Tron and Doug, and then they had an auction at the concert hall after that. Uh, this is actually, this is for me, what I've always wanted to do with Braveland uh, ever since I was kind of got my start over there was uh, utilize the expo hall to kind of do an, an NFT flea market. And so basically what I, what I, uh, we're trying to do is we want to bring a bunch of artists who, who can create work for sale. Uh, we'll build them a booth in the expo hall. Uh, and then, you know, every, the cool thing about the expo hall is you can get five different images that you can put on in, in your booth. And you can actually link those images to a shop page or a store page. And so if someone walks by your booth and you talk to them and you get to know them, you're like, hey, that's a cool dude. I like that artist. I'll, or girl, the guy or girl, and I, I like that artist. I'll, you know, I'll buy their work. All you got to do is click on that uh, image that you like, and then it'll take you to a shop page and you can purchase it right away. And so I, I feel like, you know, this idea, this interactive idea of a flea market is uh, super untapped potential of the space uh, when it comes to NFTs. And so that's what we're going to try to do. It's going to be a 24-hour event on January 8th. Um, not exactly sure what the start time is and what time zone that starts. Uh, we'll obviously have more details. Uh, we have a registration form uh, created. And so if artists, it's going to be on a first-come, first-served basis. The artists have to uh, produce five artworks for sale to, have, to get a booth. I don't want an artist coming want requesting a booth and then they only bring one piece of art you know you, you got to fill your booth you can fill your booth or it's a platform you know like black dog or jnfts and they have their own platform and they have like obviously have tons of things they can sell and they want to build a booth too you know obviously you know platforms can can have their own booths but if you're an artist we want five uh pieces that you can sell and then we're going to build you a booth and then uh wh whatever time slots you want to show up you know you're free to do it within that 24-hour period if you only want to be there a couple hours or whatever then that's fine but we, we we're going to encourage people people be there because you know the whole p purpose of this whole thing is to uh to get to know each other right and to, to get to know some of the other artists in the community and, and the collectors can have face-to-face -face time with some of the artists they enjoy or some of the platforms they enjoy and and you know, like, I mean, obviously I've been talking to you guys a lot about a lot of innovation stuff. I'm going to use this opportunity to demo the hell out of what I got. Like, you know, I got so many cool things. I think that RVNFT is minting for people. Like I want to show it off, you know? And so I'm going to use that, utilize that time to demo a lot of my stuff. And so, uh, yeah, registration is going on now. If you need to get a hold of us, you either talk to me or talk to Humble Miner. Uh, we'll get you added to the list. Obviously, space is limited at the uh, Expo Hall, so it's going to be first come, first serve. I'm sorry, like, you're late to the party. It's just going to be what it is. We have to have a cutoff at some point. Um, but another thing we're going to do is we have a bunch of musicians that we've collected uh, under the hood of RVNFT, and we're going to do a, a first listening party and potentially the first ever live concert at the concert hall during this time as well. And so I want to really show off uh, the virtual CDs and just some of the other different uh, ways that we can pre present music uh, to, to musicians and just collectors, uh, kind of maybe get to know some of the musicians that have been doing uh, some things. Because I really don't think the, uh, the music NFT um, is a super untapped potential, right? Like music is personally, for me, my number one passion. Like I am a music, music lover over everything. I love music so much, and I think music and NFTs are like 
a match made in heaven. And so I really want to get things kicked, kicked off and go on with that, with the music stuff, uh, you know, whatever I can do through RVNFT, but even just as an ambassador or an endorser of music NFTs period on, on Ravencoin, I'm all for it. And like, and so I'm going to use this uh, opportunity where we, we hopefully can get a, a good number of people into this uh, expo hall event and then also have a simultaneous, uh, maybe an abbreviated uh, event as well uh, going on over at some point in the uh, concert hall too. So I think that's a pretty good space to, uh, to do that kind of thing. So, and it'll just give people a choice and an option whether they want to go into the expo hall and, and buy some uh, artwork NFTs or they maybe want to go into the music hall and, and check out maybe some of the music stuff and hang out with some of the musicians and so. Nice. Yeah, it's January eighth. January eighth, yeah. absolutely. What time? What time is it going to start? Don't know, man. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> hey, Jake, we got to uh, get we'll in there, we'll, we gotta get our booth. We'll we'll have more um, information um, as it continues to go. Uh, Humble Miner had just released a, a tweet yesterday or two days ago or something like that, and so it's got the time on it. I'm pretty sure when it starts, but I don't remember personally. <laughs> okay. All right, here's a few questions from the community that... Um, oh, boy. Are you, oh, are you ready? Are you ready for uh, Okay. Oh, okay. First Hopefully question. they're not too technical because they're really going to expose me as being a... Uh, I don't know code that well, so I'm not a developer. <laughs> You're fine. You're <laughs> if you fine. talk about things like P2SH, yeah. I don't know. That sounds like fish to me. The, the band <laughs> it sounds fish. like fish. <laughs> fish 2.0. You you, you, you said it earlier, man. You said it earlier that you know Ravencoin is pretty much for everybody. You know, you can you do what you want with it, and you're the type of person that you came in from this particular angle. You're not the coder. You're not the developer. You just prove to everybody that you know you don't have to have those technical skills. You know, dude, you're still you're still blowing it up. You're still doing a Ravencoin movement more powerful than the average person out there that's in Ravencoin, right? Yeah, I mean, know? obviously, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take all the credit for that. Obviously, there's been a lot of people oh, who've yeah. been working yeah. their ass off Z to make this happen. You know what I mean? I'm just a piece. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I mean, just constantly. That, that, that that's why I got involved, right? It's like I don't have the coding skills. I can't write it for development. I. I a lot of times the, uh, the developers talk about things and I don't really know what the hell they're talking about. You know, I just love decentralized technology. I can see the, I'm in it for the revolution, right? Like I'm in it for empowering people, right? Like I think truly decentralized networks have the ability to, to give um, people in third world some economic opportunity uh, to be able to tokenize whatever the heck you want. I think is going to be very empowering for, uh, for people that they might, maybe not don't have access to banks or some kind of financial resources. And so, you know, I'm mainly in this for the revolution. I want to see, I want to clear a better path for future generations of people. And I, I think that blockchain has got a huge opportunity to provide something like that. All right, before, so, before I get to the community questions, I am here uh, on your website on rvnft.art registration. It's sign up to meet, uh, sign up to uh, rvnft, right? Uh, are you able to see that? Vicky? No, I just got to watch stream. Okay. I mean, I, I know. Oh, there you go. I got a click watch stream. Okay. Uh -huh. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So in regards to the whole sign up process, this looks fairly easy. It's simple. It's very easy to understand. My question is how secure is that password there? Would you happen to know that? Like, because for me, I like to use my, my master private keys to all of my crypto as my password. So when I put that password in there, my private keys, how secure is that password? Uh, do not do that. Don't use your private keys. No, 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 no. I mean, I don't know what your password is. I thought you weren't technical, is, but... man. 
<laughs> Please don't do that. No, no. Keep your private keys safe and secure. Don't put them anywhere on the internet. I mean, certainly <laughs> not on my website. No. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's basically just a simple uh, login. I mean, it really doesn't do very much. It kind of just identifies the buyer uh, to okay. me when through the I get invoice emails on on what gets ordered and whatnot. And so, are, are you, just, are I mean, you able to see those passwords? I don't believe so, and if I do, I've never looked at them. I, I hope not. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, so I'm assuming you didn't you didn't build this website then? Uh, no, someone that originally uh, who I was working with okay. um, did. I mean, I helped out, but yeah, most of the technical stuff. All right, here we go. Me. Ready for the questions? First question is: Where do you see the Raven NFT ecosystem heading to in the future? Uh, you know, I'm. All I'm going to say is, if you're around long enough, you'll probably laugh at where it is today. You know, I don't know. I, I just think it's going to be rapidly changing. I think it's going to, there's going to be, uh, um, you know, when, when, when more people come in and there's more education and people learn about new things and maybe different, uh, certain fads or whatever die out and certain, uh, certain new fads get started. I mean, and you get new platforms offering new things and just kind of new, new kind of uh, tech. Obviously, with Ravencoin, when you get something, uh, you know, added to the chain like P2SH, that's obviously going to change the dynamic of what uh, can be done with some of these platforms and marketplaces and whatnot. And so um, I think like everything else, I think it's just going to be a wildly different landscape as you continue to follow along with it. I, I can tell you from experience, just in the, the six or seven months that I've been involved, I have learned and evolved a thousand times since the day I started RVNFT. I mean, there's so much more I know and so much more I can dreaming of that I can even, you know, potentially even help bring into reality, you know, that I didn't even, I mean, just wouldn't even have been beyond my wildest dreams or even realm of thought back in May or whatever, April or May. And so I think, you know, it's just going to take more people getting educated, coming into the system or the ecosystem and, I think things are just going to continue to evolve. I, I don't know exactly where it's going to go. Hell, I just I don't even want to know where it's going to go. I just kind of go with the flow, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just like to do what I want to do, you know. I don't know if the people like it, they like it. If they don't, I don't know. That's just... Another one, but I, th I another question, but I believe you already answered it. But I'll read it out to you because it's part of the list here. Can you elaborate on the NFT minting process and talk about some of the different types of NFTs that can be created? And you kind of already went over that more or less. So basically, for the most part, you got your main, which is, I mean, when it comes to NFTs, you got your main asset, which is 500 Raven. And that's where you, if you want, if you were an artist wanting to do something on your own, that's kind of where you'd put your artist name. Or if you had a specific project, like one of the, some of these uh, generative art um, projects that are going on, that's where you'd put that, that main name, right? And so that's 500 Raven. And then, um, you know, if you wanted to do kind of like a, a a kind of a, I don't know, I'm like I call it generic, but just like a, a high volume uh, token based off of your main. You do a sub asset, which is 100 Raven, which, you know, you can print millions of those, right? And so they're all the same tokens, right? There's no different naming or whatever. It's just all one sub asset, and that's 100 Raven. And then you have the unique, which is kind of like, you know, your literal definition of an NFT, even though I, I don't really know if NFT is specifically you know a unique asset or you know i mean kind of definitions kind of become broader than that right and so but um a unique would be your one of one that you can only mint one of and that's five raven 
Here's another. And it's non-reissuable. Non the, the, the feature with the unique that you need to know mm -hmm. about is non-reissuable, so someone can't change. If you mint a unique token, someone cannot just go and change it, even if they have a, an ownership token attached to it. Like they can, if you set it to, you can set it to reissuable on a sub, and you can set it to reissuable on a main, and so you can change IPFS or something like that. Uh, you, can, you can reissue the asset, and you can change it. A uh, unique asset, you can't. Once it's minted, it's forever. Yep. Um, in regards, here, here's another question and I'm trying to understand the question. I just, I'm just going to read it out to you and see if you understand it is, uh, are you able to get sales data slash metrics? Oh um, yeah, I have sales data on my website. Yeah. I mean, uh, as far as displaying it on my site, no, I, I'm more of a, a primary market. It's just kind of a. Like I said, I'm not a really an auction site. I'm not a secondary market. And mm -hmm. so when people buy um, an NFT, if they want to resell it somewhere, they'll they end up to go to a different platform, you know. But okay. I'm, I'm acting more of like a, a, a gallery, right? Like a, a curated art gallery, you okay. know. And so I'm trying to have different kind of types of controls, you know. It's not a free-for-all where, you know, maybe some scammers can hang out and rip people off or whatever. I'm trying to trying to make sure I'm providing quality and it's just a primary set price that the artist decides and if a, a collector wants to buy it they buy it and then if they want to resell it then you know they would go to a different um a secondary marketplace and, and, and try to sell it okay. but i do have sales data yes but it's not it's not available for the customers themselves right right, right. okay right um where do you see your marketplace going in the in the future like what's the what's the next step here with uh, rvnft so what I've been talking about doing for a very long time, and I know um, some of the other platforms are starting to do it as well, is I want to uh, eventually at some point, I don't know if it's going to be anytime soon, and we haven't really even started working on it, but it's been on the plan since May or June of this year even. I mean, it's been a long time. Is eventually have a virtual uh, 3D gallery, you know, like a lot of the places on Ethereum uh, galleries have or whatever, and just kind of a place where I can display artwork and then just have links to sales. And then I also want to combo it up with a like um, P2P automation, something like a Raven Trader or whatever, where you know, a customer can just directly buy, uh, no middleman transaction fee or whatever, and just completely free of charge uh, through Raven Trader. That's where I see RVNFT going eventually. Okay. All right. Um, as far as like auctioning and stuff like that, I'm not sure. I see that in the cars. Maybe. I mean, I, I'm all. I'm, I'm never closed off to anything, you know, so, but right now that's not in the plans to be an auction site or um, some other things. I, I want to see how this uh, landscape starts to play out more before I, I commit to auction sites because I see some potential ways that people are manipulating them and other, another change that I don't really. Are you, you're, <laughs> you're working with a lot of people. Are you able to give a shout out or plugs to those people that you've been working with? Um, obviously you, you did mention two people, uh, Johnny Raven. And is zebra uh, zebra tiff zebra teeth. And so I want to give a uh, first of all I, want to, I was talking to uh, one guy games earlier. Uh, I want to give a shout out to him uh, during the Braveland event. He's going to have a uh, uh, he's going to be working on uh, an experimental game that's going to be released during Braveland. That's going to mix a bit of both of uh, his music and de game development skills. He's got a Steam game out already. He's a pretty talented uh, video game developer. One of the um, games. In a game and so uh, actually one of the cool things that's going to happen here is i'm going to give you a little hint uh four of his recent music singles that we've released of his via uh via virtual cd 
might uh, might be more than meets the eye. Let's put it that way. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Jake. So you guys, Jake. you know, you Jake. like your scavenger Jake. hunts. Jake. So... Jake. Jake. <laughs> so keep in mind that through One Guy Games, we have he's had four his four most recent music singles, which are all up for purchase in our marketplace, are going to play a role somehow in his. Uh, his video game that he's going to be releasing uh, during our Brave Land uh, event on uh, January 8th. Uh, some other shout-outs I want to give. Uh, let's see. I just want to make sure I'm covering everything we were talking about. I don't want to leave anyone out. Mm-hmm. Um, There's Hark NFT. You know anything about that? Huh? Hark. Hark. Oh, okay. So SOS on site. I want to give a shout-out to him. He's kind of my one of my music, uh, RVNFT music buddies. He's, uh, we kind of nerd out on a bunch of stuff via DM and just on the Raven chat. And he's he's got some super cool uh, NFTs. He's going to be actually kind of the organizer for the uh, music listening party. So I'm going to have him kind of set the agenda and the schedules. And he also potentially could be the guy to deliver us our first ever live concert uh, in Braveland, in the history of Braveland. And so I want to give a shout out to him. He's got this really cool uh, NFT that we just came out with uh, called like, uh, you know that that uh, Hark uh, song, uh, holiday song. We created an NFT of that, and that's up in our marketplace too. And I, I don't know, it's just really goofy and corny. It's got a video of of keg tossing, <laughs> just <laughs> stupid random stuff. Uh, but I want to give him a shout out. Um, I mentioned Joaquin. I mentioned uh, One Guy Games. Um, Oh, also, lastly, I want to give a shout out to the uh, the other artists who contributed to our uh, Ravencoin white paper, uh, Joe Sheepy, Minty, uh, from my friends over at Portland Poetry. She's an extremely talented artist. Hopefully, I'll see some more work from her soon. Um, Zebratif's girlfriend, 33 Moss, contributed a piece of art. A uh, guy who's no longer with us, and I mean, not like dead, but not with the uh, Ravencoin community anymore, Stanley C. Lewis. Uh, who some people might know as CD trader from back in the day. Uh, he contributed a piece of artwork to this. And so um, it, was real, it was a real community effort. It wasn't just Zebra Teeth and I working on it. Uh, we, we got some contributions from other NFT artists. And so I'm excited to, um, you know, we've, we've kind of uh, linked them up in our white paper so that you can check out their socials and their Instagrams and stuff like that and giving them credit for their work in the white paper too. And so uh, I want to give them a shout out as well. And yeah. That's about it, I think. Awesome. Hey, Jake. I mean, you know, the thing is, we're going to hang up here, and I'm just going to be like, oh, I, <laughs> I miss never... talking about that guy. It <laughs> happens. Oh, I want to give a shout-out to the Drop Drop Shop crew. I know we talked earlier, but, you know, I'm always hanging with those guys, those guys and gals. So hey, shout-out to you man. guys, too. Don't forget, shout-out to moms and dads, man. One of my other, got, one of my other guests got uh, got scolded because uh, mom watched his, watched his interview with me, and mom got mad. So always shout-out to moms. There is absolutely 0.000 chance my mom or dad will ever end up watching this podcast, but shout out to you anyways. To all the moms and dads. <laughs> all love. All, nothing but love. <laughs> all right. Jake, do you have any questions? Oh, oh sorry. I myself on mute still. <laughs> okay, perfect. No, actually, it's been great to listen to the interesting information that uh, Ricky's been able to provide. I, I didn't want to interject again and cause the uh, podcast to go off track one more time. So thanks. Thanks, Ricky. Yeah, no problem. Hey, I want to say one more thing. Go ahead. I can't wait for you to interview Push. That is awesome. You got him coming on, man. Uh, I'm super excited yeah. for what he's got yeah. coming on, man. He's 
he's been one of my longtime homeboys on on Raven, man. So I I know he does he doesn't get out as much as like Tron or Doug or whatever, and so I don't get to hear him speak a lot. And so I'm really excited you got him on your your schedule. I'm definitely looking forward to hearing yeah, that one. He's he's still he's still on, man. I still talk to him daily. This guy is so inspirational. Like he's my my daily uh, spiritual medicine. Like seriously. Yeah. it's nice so honestly he's, like a story, he's a story of just never give up man because he's had some stuff go on uh in his life that hasn't been all that great and and he's rebounded and i'm really excited for what he's got to offer and he's back with the raven coin community and, and i can't wait for to hear his podcast and I, I really hope that you know whatever the stuff he's working on right now i really hope uh really takes off and is a huge success for him so i'm, I'm super happy and I, i'm really looking forward to seeing that podcast all right jake so, let's get ready to wrap this you up. guys for having him on yeah What's up, John? All right, Jake, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Let's get cool. That. Sorry, I didn't hear you. My apologies. All right, probably appreciate everybody being able to come out and listen to this. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, please like and subscribe if you want to hear more content. That is, watch more content, because some of us are are listening on Anchor. Uh, we appreciate that, too. Uh, hit the notification bell. We, as I said before, uh, post every Wednesday and Sunday for the uh, 10 daily stats and the uh, news. Uh, a lot of people seem to be interested in that, so you can check us out those days. Like I said, we'll be having uh, more interviews on every Thursday until the end of the year. We've got uh, Tron Black coming up, I believe, next week. And then, as uh, you guys had mentioned before, um, oh, where did my calendar go? I had it up a second ago. No, not so important. We can get to it. You can just, we'll talk about it later. Um, <laughs> you can please check us out on Discord and on uh, Twitter Live Spaces for the Ch Crypto Chill and Chat. Uh, we're also on Patreon. You can get additional uh, information there, like additional in interview information and AMAs. And if you want to contribute to the platform in any other way besides those methods, you can give us Bitcoin, Ethereum, Binance, or Basic Attention Token. All information is in the description below. Below, below, below. All right, Ricky. That is a conclusion, man. Thank you for being on the podcast. All right. Yeah, yeah, thank time. you. Hopefully, Thanks for having me. Appreciate not, it. Hopefully it's not another six months, man. Hopefully there's some big news hey. that's coming up pretty soon hey, you know what i i always got things going on so anytime you want to chat man I, i'm up for it open for it i just love i love spreading the gospel of uh the nfts man this has become a huge passion of mine and so i'm happy to, to help advance uh that however i can so Sounds anytime good. man you just so reach out how do how do people how do listeners and viewers around the world I, this podcast is reaching nearly 100 nations now how do people get in touch with you to get that Ravencoin white paper next Wednesday on December 8th. So, I mean, follow me on Twitter, uh, RVNFT art. Um, I'm going to probably blast that out when it's ready. I'm going to be on uh, as many socials as I can to uh, make an announcement. Hopefully some of the moderators on some of the other boards uh, will assist me in that. Um, I'm hoping to get as many people as I can who can kind of help spread the word. And so if you're interested in, in helping share tokens or, or uh, kind of getting the word out and helping me out with that. And I, I want this to be a huge um, viral marketing campaign because um, I mean, this is like a truly, it's a gift to the Ravencoin community. I think it's something we could we could insanely be a proud, if you love Ravencoin, I think this will be a token you can really be proud of. And and so I just want to get it into as many hands as I possibly can. And so um, just get in touch with me, uh, rvnft uh, at protonmail.com. You can email me. Um, Hit, hit me up on the socials. You guys know where I'm at and where I hang out. And so, uh, just, yeah, whatever we could do. So 
but Wednesday it'll be coming out. I'll make the announcement Wednesday and I'll try to try to find as many people as I can to start spreading it around. All right. With that said, Kryptonauts and Ravenites all around the world. Thank you for watching and listening until next time. Stack sats and huddle. Adios.